Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the disk dump in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. That'll help me a little bit. Hello and welcome to the Disk Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Trout. All October long, my guests and I will be talking about the Masters of Horror Collection, Season 1. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be spooked. Well, most of these movies aren't very good, so I don't think you'll get too, too spooked. But I hope you like the podcast. Welcome to the Disc Dump. Today, I'm joined by Matt and Sadie from so horrified how are you guys doing today doing good great to be here surviving yes thank you (laughs) thank you guys so much for coming i'm so excited um so today what we decided to talk about is incident on and off a mountain road by don carsa kelly (laughs) kelly is that how you say that dude's name i don't know uh, we didn't pay enough attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> I paid attention yeah. to Ethan Embry, to be honest, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, he was, uh, he's a decent actor. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. Yeah. He's, he's one of Sadie's favorites. I love him, and I've loved him since I was like eight years old and first saw him in All I Want for Christmas when he was still Ethan Randall. So, oh, you're a big fan. I am. <laughs> Empire <laughs> Records fantastic. was also one of my favorite movies. So, I've never seen either of these movies, but oh my he God. sounds like he's a revelation. He is. He's amazing. <laughs> I, I personally came to love him because of that thing you do. Also a great movie. He was the bass player. That was his actual character name. Oh, okay. I might have seen that one, actually, now I'm thinking about it. That thing you do. What about Can't Hardly Wait? Uh, I definitely have seen that at some point. Where did I recognize? Oh, have you ever seen the movie They? Like T-H-E-Y? I I don't. Yeah, it's it's a horror movie from like 2002 or 3 that he plays the husband in it. And it's a weird movie, but that's what I recognized him from. Oh, see, I can't. I'm trying to think of if I've seen that. I don't feel I have. I know he was in one more recently. Um, I think it was like Satan's Candy or the Devil's Candy. It was something like Mm, that. mm -hmm. And he looked very different. He had like, man, I don't think you've seen it. He has like a huge beard and like tattooed all over. I don't think I've ever seen a bearded Ethan Embry before. Right? I mean, we've mostly seen him in things where he's still, like, playing a teenager. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, he did pretty good in this movie. I was, like, pleasantly surprised. He was, like, the survival enthusiast, I guess is the best way to put it. 
and he belonged to a cult of survivalist people, but they didn't talk about the cult for more than a couple sentences. Yeah, I was hoping we would hear more about them. Yeah, to as be soon honest. as she started referencing all these nut jobs that you're hanging out with yeah. and these crazy dudes are filling your head with these things, I'm like, yeah, what are they filling his head with? And I wanted to find out about the mud people. Yeah. It was like, the when mud the mud yeah. people rise up, I was like, ooh, is that going to be our bad guy? Yeah. Are they going to have to fight a mud person? <laughs> Is Moonface guy a mud person? It would have been better if Moonface was a, a mud person. <laughs> but so maybe we should just run through the general plot real quick for the audience. Uh, okay. How did this movie start? Chica, whose name I suddenly can't remember. <laughs> Our main character. Yes. Yes. Was driving down the road, and well, no, it started where like with their first date or whatever yeah, and he's does, talking about the bullshit of the city and all that stuff yeah. that just really hooks her in apparently um yeah that's right yeah and then it like shows her driving down the road crashing into this other car or maybe that was after that was at, right after the cold open where they're on the first date it cuts to her driving her car um and she falls asleep at the wheel or gets distracted somehow and crashes into this other car and right. gets out to, uh, or no, after she hits the other car, it flashes back. There's a lot yeah, of back and forth. There's a lot of back and forth. So it's really hard to remember when the flashes happen. Yeah. So she goes back after the car crash. You get a little bit more. I think she's dating the husband now. And this is him proposing. They're out in like a field. And it was a very weird proposal thing um yeah he definitely yeah. looked like he was like about to kill her first yeah he like pins her down on the ground and she's like let me up and he doesn't and just kind of yeah. stares at her dead-eyed like she's ellen <laughs> that was her name ellen yes it was ellen sorry um, i got excited when she, i remembered but she was begging this guy to let her up and he wouldn't let her up and then he finally does and it's just like will you marry me yeah like, <laughs> that's odd and she says yes well and so when it flashes back to the car she like goes over to the car and notices like blood in the seat or whatever and she has her little like she tries to pull out her phone and like old you know this is from a while back so it's like an old nokia brick kind of thing and yes. <laughs> she has a little flashlight and shines it on the road and sees that there's blood and then follows it all the way to the guardrail with blood on it and looks down and sees this guy who is clearly dragging someone behind him. And she keeps saying, are you hurt? Are you okay, sir? Are you hurt? What? And he's not looking up at her. And again, very apparent. It's very apparent that he's dragging someone. Yeah, and she doesn't yeah. do anything until he's like right in front of her face, and he looks up, and you see that he. I don't know. Like, I don't he's know scary if he. Man. Yeah, like I don't know if he was supposed to be like demonic or some kind of supernatural being, or if he was just. A creepy but very large like very tall albino man with silver teeth i don't know i thought he was going to be a vampire at first but then he definitely has the look with the eyebrows right and stuff, like buffy vampire and yeah. then it seemed like he was going to be some kind like because when they she well 
I want. I'm cutting forward. I guess I do that a lot. I'm sorry. The, the movie does that a little bit, <laughs> where it's just yeah, it's back and forth and back and forth a lot. Yeah, and and so like she, it keeps going back and forth. It keeps going back to scenes with her and you know then her and the husband. Then they're married, and like every time they go, he's like talking to her about how to survive in the wilderness or if some bad guy is trying to get you and so yeah he's slowly kind of descending into this survivalist prepper kind of scary woods guy right very obsessed with guns and hunting and trapping and all sorts of yeah stuff that he gets very very into right very intense about and like it'll flash between those and her like trying to get away from this guy who's like just chasing her through the woods and she sets up all these like little booby traps to catch him and stuff and very quickly by the way she was amazingly fast at making so fast yeah for somebody that was very (laughs) resistant to learn all of this stuff the whole time she really picked it up very well Right? Yes, I mean, I did. guess you have to absorb something of it, I guess. Yeah, but if it's yeah, being hammered was, into your head that much. But it came in handy. It did. It did. Um, <laughs> so to derail us just a little bit, have you guys watched the show Alone? That's like on the History Channel. I've watched a little bit of that, yeah, on Netflix, uh, where they just drop people off and say, here, we'll pick you up in a few months. Oh, yeah, we yeah, did watch like, a little luck, bit of that. Yeah. I've just got done with a binge of it, and then I watch this movie, and I'm like, what the fuck? I can't escape survivalism right now. So it was like perfect timing. Very uh, appropriate, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Jump from it's a crazy one to the coincidence. other. Yeah. It takes them a lot longer to make traps than it took this lady, though. So. Yes, yes, it does. Um, whenever they're, we also like the show, uh, naked and afraid. Yeah. (laughs) And it always takes them a little while too. Luckily she had most of her clothes, but then you do see her like start to rip them up and she used them for booby traps and weapons and Bugs Bunny shit to kill this moon face guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She did. And like, eventually of course the moon face guy gets her and takes her back to his, his little, uh, obsession hut or whatever they yeah call them in the horror movies there's of course there's skulls there's always skulls and, and scarecrow people ch- yeah like a scarecrow bunch of people. that's when i thought i was like oh this is gonna oh be God. the weird survivalist cult but then there was no one else there other than the creepy old guy <laughs> she was she kept waiting for i did i kept waiting yes <laughs> and then i was like oh maybe they're gonna loop back and all those people that are hanging there are the cult that he like killed all the survivalists no that didn't happen either so <laughs> They just never came yeah, back to was, it, but <laughs> the the very first scarecrow you see that they make it glow in the moonlight, I laughed out loud so hard, so fast. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> and that was it. But still, I like it fucking killed me that it was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Well, and there was like the weird like there was one that was like I don't know because there were all different stages of decomposition, I guess. And, like, there was one sitting in a rocking chair on the porch that, yeah, just looked like they were made out of wax. Like, yeah. it was very odd. Yeah. I don't know what he, he's been collecting people, too. And nobody seems Lots to be looking for any of these people. Yeah. Yeah. 
For real. Even though he just just moves the cars a few miles down the road. That's what the old guy said. (laughs) Because they're all either fairly fresh looking or like really well preserved. Because like you can tell that their faces and their people, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah, for some reason, the cops in this town aren't looking for these 25 missing people. Right. (laughs) Including a baby. He killed a bunch of babies, weren't there? Yeah. I feel like there was more there. I know there was definitely at least one because it came into play. Yes. (laughs) There definitely could have been multiple and I didn't notice. The the baby morning star scene. That was pretty wild. He smacked him over the head with the baby. Yes. Yes. (laughs) If you had asked me going into this movie, what's one thing that it will probably not have? Babies as weapons was not would probably be on the top of the list. Yeah, you don't really expect that from most movies, to be honest. But but luckily she was trained for survival. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's something her husband taught her. Use a baby if it's there. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so this dude is in the basement with her that he apparently has just lived there for a while. Yeah. What is up with that guy, buddy? The dude from Phantasm. I don't know. I. They had a weird sort of symbiotic relationship where I guess he was there to like calm people down, but then also alert him if they got loose. Because, yeah, he He like he looks like he's like when she's asking him for help or whatever. And she's like, you know, unhook because she like passes out at an inopportune time, like. As he's walking towards her, she's like, oh, no. And she passes out. Is there ever a good time to pass out? As someone who (laughs) passes out frequently, I faint quite often. No, there's not. (laughs) So he like he's really interested in hearing what songs people have to sing. Yeah. And tries to sing like, what was it like? Some like old Irish hymns, Dixieland, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, none of his victims wanted to sing any like Beatles songs or expensive to license music for this movie. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's like really aggressive with her about it. He's like, "Oh, so you don't know any songs? Okay, I'm like, dude, now she's like fighting for her life. Yeah, she's busy. Um, yeah. Well, and yeah. So he has like he appears to be handcuffed. And, but then, like, also, like, when the guy came down, he, like, dropped down. Like, he, like, looked like he was pretending to be dead or something. And I even got in my head, I was like, oh, it's going to end up being that he's dead. And she's just, like, seeing things because she's, like... <laughs> he's, like, her Jiminy Cricket. Right, dead yeah. Guy. <laughs> but it didn't end up being that either. <laughs> no, he was just a bastard. <laughs> I often that guess would have been a way better wrong. movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? She just had an old dead sidekick hanging around her the whole time. Well, yeah. like, you know, like the Swiss Army man or something. Yeah, she's just yeah. imagining him being alive. <laughs> right. And then every once in a while just cuts to her dragging this old dead man around <laughs> and talking to it. And he's right. not responding. Exactly. So the bad guy comes down then, right? And he, he has his first victim, girl number one. Right. And he drills through her head. To put holes through it, I guess, to see the moonlight through it. Is that his MO? Like, I, was I think it's just an art out. move. It just yeah. looks cool to have the moonlight shine through their eyes. So I don't that's know why he does why it. Why he does it. He said, like, the old guy <laughs> said something about him liking the eyes. The eyes are always what goes first or whatever. And that he d- is not interested in sexy things. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That was very clear. You're not interested in sexy things. Right. You're not even trying and pull those boobies out. You're not interested. <laughs> yes. I like how he was just very emphatic about, oh, those girls were nasty. They tried to, like, do sexy things with him. And he was like, nope, and killed them. <laughs> like, okay, it seems like he kills everybody anyway. So then they get into their little silly fight that is completely unbelievable. I don't remember what happens. I just wrote, this silly fight is unbelievable. So I believe my notes. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was uh, there was baby nunchuck. Yes. Happened. Yes. And then they flash back to her getting raped by her husband. Because yeah, which... Yeah, that was unsettling. I was yeah. like, that's kind of graphic. Um, and surprisingly so for just a little short movie that you would include like three minutes of this not i mean not graphic of like you're actually but like i don't know i always feel like it's graphic if you see the person like they're crying and you like know it's happening even if you don't see like you know it's not like pornographic but you know you can tell very clearly what's happening instead of it just flashing away and alluding to it or anything they make us watch it and I thought that was a very odd choice. Yeah. Although, to be fair, a lot of horror movies use that. This is true. This is like the fourth or f- no, fifth or sixth one of these that I'm doing. Oh, yeah. So we're yeah. like smack dab in the middle of the month right now. And trust me when I say this one is the least sexual oh, of them. Interesting. Yeah, the, some One of them just has a bracing moment of full frontal nudity. Just like, bam, here you go. Oh, Look shit. at this crazy lady. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> like, totally. <laughs> catches you off guard and like all of them seem to have some kind of sex scene in them i don't there is one where like a, a creepy monster lady is eating a dude's penis too like this, this holy shit yeah, it gets yeah. Wild, so. intense. <laughs> yeah this one was this one was a little more tame but the rape scene was still uncomfortable don't get me wrong <laughs> but, oh damn yeah this this show is fucking wild like Sounds i can't believe like i watched it. these when i was a kid like i was what 2005 i would have been 14 when i was watching these yeah yeah not appropriate for children right no (laughs) definitely definitely not not. no and this is like late night showtime at that time was either softcore porn or i guess this so they're like we have to to give those viewers something if they tuned in by accident (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's fair (laughs) (laughs) so the last thing that we didn't really cover was oh yeah well then she uh it reveals the twist that like because like it flashes to him like raping her and then like moon face she like kicks him through the or window or i guess we are but like he dies down he falls and to his off-screen death yes yeah, exactly unceremonious for like a crazy devil demon that's been chasing her the right. whole movie so i again yeah. thought <laughs> he might be coming back but yeah she goes to her car to go get like stuff or I guess it seemed like she was getting stuff. Turns out she's getting the dead body of her husband because she killed him. And uh, that was a surprise. That made me like, I actually exclaimed there and was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ethan Embry's dead. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, um, that was a good twist. I, it was. That one got me. I was, I was pleasantly surprised by that. <laughs> But yeah, so she brings him back and drills the eye holes in him. Yeah. And then like... Does not seem to care about it either. She doesn't have much of a reaction to having to do... I mean, I guess she's already killed him, but... Right. I don't know. It feels that, like she's becoming Moonface now, you know? like It did actually... Totally it 
gave you very much kind of that feel because she like puts on his boots and takes like his belt and weapon or whatever and like and then yeah she just seemed completely to not care and like she kills the old guy and he says I don't remember what he says to her something about she's evil or something and then she just shoots him yeah, just blast with his like face. no emotion or anything. I mean, although to be fair, dude had it coming because I mean, he when she it. started to escape, he's like, "Oh, she's loose! She's loose! Come get her! She's loose!" And there's, like, there's yeah. a lot of bad guys in this movie. They right? all got what they should have gotten, I guess. Right? I mean, <laughs> I suppose I that's guess the fair. The bad guys did outnumber the good guys at the end, didn't they? Yes, yes, <laughs> very so, much so. Uh, and then that's basically it. She turns him into a, a scarecrow in the moonlight, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So what did you guys think of the movie overall? Did you like it, or was it just okay? What do you think? I mean, I had a blast. I, you know, it's not like a top 10 horror movie of all time or anything, but I don't think that's what they were wanting Going to for. make. So, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I would venture to say i would have watched this if i just came across it on my own and wasn't told to watch it for a show yeah i'd say for like an anthology show thing with like you know a 45 minute little movies or how 50 minutes however long they are um it was pretty decent yeah especially compared to some of the other ones in this set yeah (laughs) now i want to see the other ones because now i'm interested i'm intrigued (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's uh I'm I'm teasing it a whole bunch in this month. Uh, the best one is called Cigarette Burns, but like work your way up to it. Okay. Jump right to yeah. that one. None of the other ones are going to be good. So, <laughs> yeah, that one's brutal too. But we'll I'll talk about that in another episode. So yeah, the uh, the name of the game with this show is that I'm either deciding to keep things or get rid of them because like I have too many DVDs and nobody watches DVDs anymore. Mm, so. I, uh, I'm kind of doing just a plus minus on these ones. I'm going to end up keeping the box set like no matter what. But <laughs> is this movie good enough to be a plus or are we just going to throw a minus on it, you think? I say a plus. I, I agree. Plus on this I would one. watch it on like a rainy day when I don't have anything else to do. I'd throw that on. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, too. I feel about the same way because it, it was by no stretch a bad movie. And the other right. ones, many of them are bad movies. So this was, <laughs> this was pretty good. This wasn't too, too bad. Yeah. Um, I was looking into the director some more. Mm-hmm. And he's apparently really into survivalism in his, perp- in his like home life. So that's Oh, interesting. And, so he uh, saw he Ethan also... Embry as the hero of this yeah, movie. I was going to yeah. say, hopefully he's not into some of the other things. Well, maybe he's the one we need to contact to find out about the mud people. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm very intrigued. Sequel, I'm sure. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> um, he, he did a bunch of movies that I like. Though. Have you guys ever seen the Phantasm movies from the 80s? Yeah, I've seen like one or maybe two of them. I know I haven't. There's like six, I think. I haven't seen any. Oh. They don't get better after the first one. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most most long-running franchises don't. That's very true. Yeah. He was explaining that like he made a bunch of movies that failed, then he made Phantasm, made all this money, and uh he would like make another movie and it would fail, so then they'd be like we have money for Phantasm too. So like in between each movie that he made that bombed, he then made a Phantasm movie just to like financially recover from his failures. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. He also made Bubba Hotep. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Yeah. <laughs> I was telling her about that cuz I, that, seen, I yeah. looked him up a little bit too just like a Wikipedia page, but yeah. 
And I was like, I was, I asked her, if, have you seen this? And she's like, no. I was like, you know, Bruce Campbell is Elvis. And she's like, no. And I was like, he's yeah, fighting mummies and either. shit. She's like, definitely not. <laughs> Elvis <laughs> fighting mum- mummies. I think I'd remember that if I had seen it. I definitely have not seen that. <laughs> it sounds intriguing, though. It is bonkers. <laughs> I was talking about this with another podcast, and they were saying that... Uh, in order to license any Elvis song, it would have cost the entire budget of the whole movie just to license the song. So there's no Elvis music at all in the movie. About there's Elvis no Elvis mummies. music in a movie with their main character being Elvis. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Shout, shout out Bravo to the B-sides for telling me that. But yeah, that was... That was pretty good. That made me laugh. So yeah. he's in a, this director made a movie called John Dies in the End. That was also a really good movie. I don't know if you guys that have seen I've that seen. One. I've seen John Dies. That was Paul good. Giamatti is in that, right? Yeah, Paul Giamatti and a couple of people who were small then or bigger now. And I'm bad with names. So I, don't I know can't remember. I, I know I saw it like not realizing what it was. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that one, too. So this guy had some hits. He had a bunch of duds, but he had some <laughs> hits, too. So, I mean. I'm surprised that he did as well in this and some of the more famous eclectic horror movie people made worse movies. So this one, I give this guy a thumbs up. He did great for, and he said that uh, the day he bought the story for Bubba Hotep, he also bought this story. So then when they came to him and they're like, hey, you want to make a short movie with us? He was like, I know just the one. So he he came prepared with this movie. He's been thinking about it a while. That was a good day for him. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that all worked out perfect. And And then he got Ethan Embry. Yeah. I mean. He said he stood out above all the other ones. Like he auditioned a whole lot of people and Ethan Embry just like stole the show. So he's like, yep, that's the guy. Well, and it's funny because the vast majority of Ethan Embry's roles are him, or at least early roles, are him playing just this lovable doofus. And yeah, so he played, yeah, in in Empire Records, and yeah, especially that thing you do, like he's just that thing you do can't hardly wait. Not very bright, but very sweet and kind and fun, and he's kind right. of the opposite in this. Yes, yeah, it's the opposite. So that was definitely a trip to me because it was it was very a very different role for him. But I choose to believe that in real life he is a lovable doofus. <laughs> <laughs> that he is how I good, choose like, to see him. I was really surprised by how he like he reacted. You know how acting like people forget that reacting is half of acting. And right. He was reacting. He his facial expressions told you how he was feeling and stuff. He was mm-hmm. good. I liked him. Oh, he did a uh, great job. He helped. They all did their own stunts in this movie, and he oh, like wow. helped coordinate all of the fight scenes that he was a part of. Apparently, oh so, shit! Yeah, so he's he had some some skills that he got to show off in this movie. Nice. I wonder what I'm trying to think of what movie he would have learned to fight on that he had this knowledge to give to other people. Maybe I he can't just think of him ever like fighting. Well, that's true. <laughs> I think the script was just like wrestle over the knife so he and the girl would like coordinate things that looked kind of showy put in there. But I mean, I've never heard of actors having that kind of freedom to coordinate a fight scene, let alone like all of the fight scenes. The The only ones that were coordinated by like a stunt guy were the ones with Moonface, but that guy still acted out his own like stunts. Oh, wow. That's cool. It, it makes me hope it was him giving the actors freedom and not just like, you guys figure this shit out. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do. You guys yeah. figure it out. 
I thought you said you were an actor. Come on, act. Right. Yeah. <laughs> act like you're being stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so is there anything else you guys want to bring up about this movie? or Now I just want to talk about Ethan Embry, but you know, that's it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, people are going to be like, oh my God, she's so obsessed yeah, with keep him. Keep this woman away from the real Ethan Embry. He is There's in gonna be mortal a- danger. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely going to be a spike on Google of people trying to figure out who the fuck this Ethan Embry guy is and why he's so great. So. <laughs> no, it's so funny because he's not very well known now. But like he when had a I was in a teenager, late 90s, early 2000s. Where yeah, he, yeah, he was in a lot of was stuff. Taken off. Yes. I mean, again, Empire Records, you said you haven't seen you have to see this movie. Uh, well, OK, to be fair, actually going back and watching it now definitely gives off some major creepy vibes <laughs> um but when i was like 12 that movie was like my favorite movie ever i watched it so many times i could quote it in my sleep like yeah so i mean i'm gonna give it a shot because i mean i'm super into movies so if the fact i've never seen it and you're saying it's so good i'm gonna check it out and i'll put yeah. myself in the headspace of like a teenage girl so hopefully i'll appreciate <laughs> it more <laughs> it is a classic a mid 90s classic it was Liv tyler's breakout live tyler stardom. renee zellweger when yeah. she was still not very well known um she'd only done a couple things i think Rory Cochran, most people still don't know who he is, so that's okay. <laughs> um, oh, my God. What's her name? The girl from The Craft. Um, the main character from The Craft. I don't know. That Robin Robin Tunney or something. She was in that. Um, she's in one of the episodes of the Master of Horror movies, too. Oh, really? Yeah, she's in one called Pick Me Up. That's about nice. serial killer truck drivers. Oh, okay. I was wondering if it had to do with driving or like pickup artists. <laughs> uh, it's, it's actually kind of both. So. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought of telephones, but your mind went. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched many a Criminal Minds episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so yeah, if you guys, um, I guess you can plug whatever you'd like to plug if you're interested in doing such things. Take it away, Sadie. You're, you're the best at this. Am I? Yeah. (laughs) She handles all the social media and stuff. So she'll be the one that you're interacting with if you do (laughs) follow us or anything. So, so we're so horrified a show where we talk about scary movies that are horrifying for all the wrong reasons. We're on basically every podcasting platform. You can catch us on social media at So Horrified on Twitter. Um, we have a So Horrified Facebook page, but we honestly, most of our fans and stuff are on Twitter. So that's where we get most of our social stuff. Um, hit us up, send us a message, recommend a movie to watch. Last but not least, make sure to listen to the show and uh, leave us a review and let us know what you think. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for doing this with me. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you for having us. It was a pretty good movie. We watch a lot of terrible ones. Yeah. And so it's nice to slip a good one in there every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Well, I'll send you guys a list of like all of the topics that I have left for, and there's hundreds of them. I'd say have left all of the topics I have, and we'll do like a full length episode one of these days too. Okay. That sounds awesome. Audience. Have a good one. I'll probably talk to you the day after tomorrow because I don't know why I've done this to myself.
thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I hope you're enjoying the October episodes where we talk about the Masters of Horror. I just want you to know if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. On Twitter, I'm at the disc dump on instagram disc dump podcast facebook the disc dump podcast page or you can join the disc dump podcast fans group and start the discussion please don't forget to rate review and subscribe thank you guys for listening have a googly halloween <laughs>